Good evening, everyone. I'm Charlie from SciTech, and tonight I'll be your audio guide to the galaxy. This week, we're going to be taking a deep dive into Uranus, the planet that is. This episode is timed to be listened to at 8.30pm, any time in the next two weeks from January 21. Make sure you've got this episode downloaded, and once we get started, try to keep your phone screen off so your eyes can adjust to the dark. Before you head outside, make sure to grab some insect repellent, a torch, and a jumper if it's cold. Ready? Let's go. For most of human history, we only knew of six planets. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. And that's because the next planet out, Uranus, is extremely far away. About 3 billion kilometres, which is 20 times the distance from Earth to the Sun. If you have exceptionally good eyesight and live in a very dark part of the world, Uranus can just barely be seen with the naked eye but most of us will need some binoculars or a telescope to see it. And it's definitely not cheating if you use a mobile app like Stellarium or Sky Safari to help you find its exact location. Even if you don't have any of these things, follow along with me now, because it will still be fun to find roughly where Uranus is in the sky right now. If you have been a regular listener to the Audio Guide to the Galaxy, you would have heard about the constellation Orion. We are going to use Orion to help us find Uranus. Look high in the sky to the north and see if you can find the three stars of Orion's belt, all in a neat row. Underneath Orion's belt, and a little to the right, you'll see a bright red star. You may remember from episode 1, this star is called Betelgeuse. Tonight, Betelgeuse is going to be our first guide. Now face directly to the west and pick up an object on the horizon that aligns with due west. Use your finger to draw a line from the western horizon to Betelgeuse, and halfway along this line you will find the planet Uranus. If you can't see it directly, don't be upset. It's very hard to see, but it is there. And if you have a telescope or binoculars, now you know where to look. It should appear as a blue-green dot. Without fail, this planet's name often gets a snicker or two. We can all admit it's a bit of a funny name, but it might actually have been even more unusual. When Uranus was discovered by astronomer William Herschel in 1781, it was given the name George's Star, after King George III of Britain and Ireland. This name didn't fit though, as all of the other planets except for Earth were named after ancient Roman gods. It sounded a little bizarre to list the planet names Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn and George. After a while, the name Uranus was suggested, which comes from the Greek god of the sky, Uranus. 
So next time you have a laugh at the name Uranus, give a thought to what it might have been called instead. So does Uranus deserve the reputation it gets for having a funny name that makes it a butt of a lot of jokes? Some would argue yes. Uranus is windy. The powerful winds of Uranus reach up to a searing 900 kilometers an hour. That's more than three times the speed of the most severe tornadoes on Earth. Scientists are still figuring out why the winds on Uranus are so fierce. One of the difficulties is being so far away, Uranus has only been visited by one spacecraft, Voyager 2 in 1986. Gravity data from Voyager 2 suggests that only the top 10% of Uranus's atmosphere is windy, caused by the moisture from deeper in the planet condensing in the upper atmosphere. Below that, it might be nice and calm. Wind is one thing, but smelly wind is worse. Does Uranus smell? After hydrogen and helium, the third most common gas in Uranus's atmosphere is methane. This is what gives Uranus its blue-green colour when you look at it. While many of us associate methane with <clears throat> farts, methane is actually odourless. So does that mean your farts don't smell? You probably know the answer. Unfortunately not. In humans, our digestive system creates sulphide gases, and this is what gives a fart that rotten egg smell. It turns out the clouds in Uranus's upper atmosphere are largely composed of hydrogen sulphide, a smelly gas. And if an unfortunate human were ever to descend through Uranus's clouds, they'd be met with very unpleasant and smelly conditions. But Uranus being the butt of all jokes doesn't end there. The phrase where the sun don't shine can be applied to Uranus. Uranus is a very unusual planet in that it's tipped over on its side 97.7 degrees, orbiting the sun like a ball rolling along the ground. One theory for Uranus's unusual tilt is that billions of years ago it had a massive collision from another planet that tipped it over onto its side. Earth's tilt gives us seasons. The extreme tilt of Uranus means as it moves around the Sun on its 84-year orbit, it experiences huge changes in seasons. For 42 years, the North Pole of Uranus is facing almost directly towards the Sun, providing constant sunlight. Meanwhile, in that time, the South Pole is facing in the opposite direction away from the Sun. So it experiences complete darkness for 42 years. As it passes the halfway point in its orbit, the North Pole descends into darkness and the South Pole emerges into light for its turn of 42 years of sunlight. Although saying the sun is shining bright on Uranus is a bit of an overstatement. Being 3 billion kilometres from the sun, Uranus receives 400 times less sunlight per square metre than we receive here on Earth. Looking at the sun from Uranus, it would appear 19 times smaller than it looks in our sky. Interestingly, Uranus is the coldest planet in our solar system, colder than the more distant Neptune. It can get as low as minus 224 degrees Celsius within the atmosphere. 
The reason Uranus is colder is because it generates less heat in its core. Scientists aren't sure why this is the case, but they think it's related to its extreme tilt. If Uranus's tilt is because of a giant collision, it's possible that such a collision would have also caused the planet to release much of its internal heat out into space, thereby cooling it significantly. Our analogy wouldn't be complete without mentioning a moon. Uranus has 27 moons. That's a lot of moons compared to Earth's single moon, but still a lot less than the 80-ish moons around Jupiter and Saturn. One of Uranus's moons, Miranda, is home to the largest cliffs in the solar system. Miranda is only 500 kilometers across, but it has a cliff face called Verona Rupes that is 20 kilometers high. If you look up to the sky and see an aeroplane flying high overhead, the top of Verona Rupes would be twice as high as the aeroplane is. And because the cliffs are so high and the gravity on Miranda is so low, if you dropped a rock from the top of Verona Rupes, it would take a whole 12 minutes to fall and hit the bottom. There are places out there in the solar system that are just so unlike the planet we call home. Only more science will reveal them to us. That's it for this episode of Audio Guide to the Galaxy. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. And remember, you can find the universe just outside.